0: Let's pray as we unlock some scripture today. We look, we walk, we celebrate Palm Sunday. Let's pray. Lord God, we are a people who like to memorialize. Events for the sake of remembering those times that have such great effect on ourselves or on humanity, this is one of those days. As your Son came in flesh to earth, 30 years after his birth, he began to minister throughout Palestine. He began his ministry. He began to reveal your will. He served faithfully. He was a mystery. He was perfect in all that he did, in all that he said was Provided to us that we may know You. Part of what we see during those years of ministry started with His baptism. His public declaration that all that He was about to do was in Your name. So there would be no confusion for the people, Lord, as to who Jesus was. And in what name He was performing these acts. And as we begin today with Palm Sunday, the events of the Holy Week impress upon each of us to get out of our normal rhythms of life, and in our own imagination or our hearts or our spirit, Transplant ourselves there into Jerusalem in some way, some shape, some fashion, hearing these words, hearing about what was happening within the city as Jesus came to fulfill our salvation. We praise you for that, Father. Let there be meaning and meat and brevity to what we understand. Let your spirit work in our hearts and lives. And for each person that is here today we pray that your spirit and the word of truth engages with them and opens their hearts. We trust you in all these things. Amen. Amen. Have you ever gotten tired of doing good? Ever? Have you ever asked yourself at moments in your life, why am I doing this? Good guys finish what Never. Yes, last. Good guys finished last. I didn't. I got her. Right? If you're new here, I do this nonstop. It's a shameless plug, so I get fed well throughout the week. Works out really well, apparently, so Thank you, Christy. Can we edit that out of the live stream there is an essence of thinking through of examining that challenge in the world that we face today good guys finish last and it seems where this story finishes Friday the good guy finished last but Sunday's coming but Sunday's coming. So let's look at the event that happened that was of such magnitude, and I choose that word specifically, of such magnitude that all of Jerusalem was buzzing. Anybody aware of the biggest thing going in in town right now? Yeah, it's kind of dead around here. There's nothing really, but but this time last year I was really excited about the veranda going in. And my, my family was so fed up hearing about the veranda. And and yet, you know, a lot of people were talking about the veranda. There's a buzz in Jerusalem. Turn with me in your scriptures to Matthew twenty one. Jesus and His disciples are coming up out of Jericho. And often when you read in the Gospels, traveling to Jerusalem was always said going up to. We always think in terms of a map. And so it's not necessarily you would go up to Jerusalem in Jericho because Jericho in relation to where we are would be Brentwood. If we are Jerusalem, we would say go west to Jerusalem. But, it would be the equivalence of Jerusalem being at the top of Mount Diablo. All right. so to go from Jericho up to Jerusalem, does that put a picture in your mind? Now on the back end of the Mount of Olives, if you traveled up from Jerusalem, you would come to the back end of the Mount of Olives first. And there, earlier, we have the miracle of Lazarus being raised. Out in the desert area. And now, what happens is Jesus goes and he stays with the family of, of Lazarus in a small little vill on the back end of the Mount of Olives called Bethphage. They gather for a feast, and many people are aware that Jesus is there. So many that it packs out the entire neighborhood because they heard the one who raised a man from the dead was there in that house. And they had to see what was coming. So I tell you that because it's not in the passage we're reading. I say that because that's that's the trailer. That's the precondition. That sets the picture. The town already knew Jesus was here. And they were waiting for His next move. Passover is coming. Passover was a tradition and a celebration and a religious ceremony that the Jews participated in, continually to remember, to memorialize God's gift of bringing them up out of Egypt. And so, Jesus' timing was perfect. It was according to the will of the Father, and He knows exactly exactly when these events are going to happen. He knows exactly what's going to transpire over the coming week. And so that's where we pick up the story. It's the next morning. It's after this feast. And you guys know what happened, right? Mary breaks the jar upon Jesus. Judas gets upset. All the disciples get upset and say, you could have used that. That would have fed the poor for a year. That's what happened the night before. Martha's out washing dishes and Mary's at his feet and Martha's getting ticked because Mary's not doing her part. Does that sound like Thanksgiving at your house? (laughs) And Jesus says to to Martha, Look, she gets it. The important part is happening here. The important part is happening here. I'm going to ask if our people in the back row would find seats forward because we're going to have a lot of new people coming today. And so we need to be able to have that back row against the wall, against the wall available for families walking in. Thank you so much. Here comes their triumphal entry. (laughs) Let's pick it up. Chapter 21. So you see what happened the night before. The town is focused. They want to know what's going to happen. And here Jesus makes his first initial move. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village in front of you, Verse 6, the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. This statement is a prophetic statement. The crowds had waited for the one who would deliver them. The crowds were excited. This is the moment. There is a day coming in infamy in your lives this week, my friends. I hope it is Good Friday and Easter, but most of you are focused on April 15th. (laughs) What if you got a letter certified from the government saying, ah, forget about it. Would you not be rejoicing? Would you not look up who signed this letter? I want to thank them. Are you starting to understand why the crowds gathered? Are you starting to understand a group that was under government persecution that was waiting for the promised Messiah? And here He is. And they're quoting quotes from the Old Testament. There's no mistake who they think Jesus is. And even in their acts of laying down cloaks on the road, that is a symbol of royalty. The idea of taking the palm branches. Why Palm Sunday? Because the palm at that time was a symbol of the nation of Israel and peace. That takes us back to the prophecy in Isaiah, the Prince of Peace. And the government shall be upon His what? his shoulders they knew who Jesus was here comes freedom here comes freedom imagine the entire city of Concord Pleasant Hill Walnut Creek being given an edict you do not have to pay taxes this year and we're gonna have a rally in Toto Santos Park how many of you are providing the drinks right we would be so excited. So let's go back and see how this finishes out. Most of the crowds spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! The best I can say it, the loudest I can exclaim it. This is it! things would change by Friday and when he entered Jerusalem the whole city was stirred up saying who is this brothers and sisters if you're here today you may be saying those same words right who is this who is this Jesus that you're gonna hear testimony by multiple people proclaiming faith in this Jesus that they cannot touch they cannot see and yet they have faith in him They are the ones that are out on the road saying, Hosanna in the highest. But it would be foolish for me not to think that we may have some here today that would be in Jerusalem saying, who is this? By the end of today, just like the city of Jerusalem, by the end of the service today, you will know who this Jesus is. Let me finish. And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth and Galilee now they had a portion of it right they had a portion of it right because they had yet to understand and they'll find out by Friday really truly they'll find out on Sunday that this this is Jesus the Son of God the very one who he says he is as he stands before Caiaphas and he's asked by the high priest who are you and he chooses his words carefully And he says, I am who I am. Have you ever known what to say to really get under someone's skin? Right? I can tell by the chuckles. You do know. And you may have such experience in said matters. Believe it or not, this was Jesus. When he said, I am who I am, the high priest ripped his clothes And he yelled blasphemy. He claims to be God. What further evidence do you need? Get the cross ready. This is who came to town. This is who came to town. And this is who those who have come here to participate in baptism have placed their faith in. Galatians 6 is really the title my question to you is, what are you chasing? Really, that's what I want to ask you this morning. What are you chasing? Maybe you're chasing the veranda. It's kind of static. You could catch it. You go hang out there. Maybe you have some things that you have wanted in your life, and you got them. And you enjoy them. There's a good reason why you, you pursued them. And you've enjoyed them. But they have their life. And they can only bring the pragmatic joy. To pursue and chase Jesus is to chase the unknown, is to chase the spiritual, and is to chase the victory. What are you chasing? The writer of Ecclesiastes says so often in examination of what we do with our lives what we look after what we pursue what does he say he says look i had it all i went after it all i threw caution to the wind i grabbed as much as i could and let me tell you what that looks like it's chasing after the wind to chase after jesus Not to be a casual observer, but to truly chase after Jesus, brings the reward of making choices to do what is good. Let me give you the connective scripture here. It's out of Galatians 6 and I'll finish with this today. One who is taught the word, I'm starting in verse 6 of chapter 6. One who is taught the word must share all good things with the one who teaches. I chose this scripture at the beginning of the week to preach from, and then I realized it's Palm Sunday. You've got to throw something in about Palm Sunday, Jeremy. You know, you're the pastor, act like it, right? And, but this was where I landed because we're doing baptisms. Let me read that again and think about this in context to what you're about to witness. One who is taught the Word must share all good things with the one who teaches. Each person who's being baptized today is going to share with you their testimony of faith. They do so that you can see the evidence of that faith in Jesus Christ and why they would make such a proclamation. Why they would yell, Hosanna! Why they would sacrifice these things and pursue those things that are good. And remember, the thing that's so challenging about pursuing what's good, it's exhausting, isn't it? So much of the time, there's really no reward. When we can look around, we can see those who chase after the things that don't really feed the goodness for our spirit, the goodness that Jesus provides, the goodness that God has intended. There's a temporary boost in our life of course but slowly that becomes a distraction away from pursuing that which is truly good that which we sow that has big benefits that reaches into crevices and cracks that we could never do so with other pursuits other things that we chase after listen to what paul says he says do not be deceived god is not mocked for whatever and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Listen to this once again. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. If you're visiting today, you see behind me on the stage all these Edison bulbs that are hanging down. We have ten of those, and each one of those gets lit for an individual that comes into faith with jesus christ over the year and that usually happens through individuals or people here that's kind of our rules that that it's something that happens as a uh, continuation of doing good of sowing the truth and the righteousness of jesus christ and showing people the light of christ that's why we chose lights you know it's a miracle it is the hardest thing to light even one of those lights because it's completely out of our control so every single one of those lights that is lit is miraculous and it represents God coming revealing himself just like on the triumphal entry just like on uh Palm Sunday and the people responding in their heart in the proper way We blank all those lights out by the third Sunday in January and start over. All of the lights behind me were lit by the second week of March this year. It usually takes us the entire year to see that happen. And today, you get to hear some of those testimonies. I believe two of the people that have lights up there from this year will be sharing with you. So, let me close in prayer. And I hope you're encouraged. Now comes the lion's share of our Of our service today. And uh, just an exciting time. I'm going to pray over uh, the rest of the continuation of the service. But the, the, the word of truth. That seed of truth would take root in our hearts. So let's go to prayer. Father this morning. Continue to walk us through. To guide us. To encourage us. To lift us up. As we hear so many encouraging improbable testimonies let us with one voice come together today and let your spirit be so involved in our music and in our worship let it be just a tremendous rejoicing like what was heard coming down the mount of olives that day blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord let us never grow weary in doing good and let us consider what it is we're truly chasing after Speak to us, Father. Let us rejoice now and lift praises to You. In Your name we pray. Amen.